Welcome to conversations over beer. episode of conversations over beer i'm Kay, and this is ida and welcome back y'all like yes we've been a little bit all over the place but we're back and we're coming strong so grab your favorite beer or cider alcoholic cider whatever you prefer at this point take a lovely shot you must yes and sit back relax and just nod if you agree won't be able to see it but you know we're here we're proud we're loud we're ready to start these conversations so today i actually wanted to talk about love languages and i think that love languages are very 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 important in relationships in like friendships and any type of relationship really that you have with anyone i think it's important because that's the way that you just express love and i think that it's important that even your friends you know or your peers around you know how you express that type of love because i don't think that everybody understands that love comes in different shapes and sizes and just because somebody doesn't physically tell you that they love you it doesn't really necessarily mean that they don't so I got us a cheat sheet, really. I got Ida and I a cheat sheet, which literally is a chart explaining, like, part by part, what does every love language mean. And there are five love languages, and we're gonna go through all of them, and I'm gonna tell y'all what love language I think I am, and so is Ida. And then I'm just gonna tell you what I think Ida is, and vice versa. So let's get to it. You think you know me so well? I don't, you know what? <sighs> okay. <laughs> um, the first love language is words of affirmation, and it's categorized in how to communicate, actions to take, and things to avoid. So when you're a person of words of affirmation, it's meaning like to encourage, to affirm, to appreciate, and to listen actively. Um, the actions that someone would take in these in this category is send on unexpected note, text, or card, and things that they avoid would be not recognizing or appreciating effort. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really think that that's you. I don't think that you're like you do do <laughs> words of effort. Like you, I feel like you're a little bit of everything. So let's just go straight through it first. Um, well, no, just say like you can say how you think. Uh, how do I express my words? You can start with that. I mean, I really would say that a portion of you, I've seen that you are a person that will buy a card for me. And you'll buy flowers for me on a random day just because. You know? Like, I do feel like you're that type of person and you do encourage me a lot to do anything that I want to do. So, like, whether that's going to school, which, by the way, y'all, go back to school. (laughs) better get that masters right now we go back to school but like whether that is like me going back to school or whether that is 
for whatever reason I want to like open up a business you'll be the first one to say yeah let's do it like let's figure out how to do this like you're that type of person I wouldn't say that you would avoid recognizing or appreciating effort because you are actually very appreciative like you would come out and say like oh I've seen what you've been doing so I don't think that that in that category that's you now, I mean, for me, I would say you used to send me a lot of notes and you used to make do a lot of poems and stuff, but you kind of slack. So now the only thing you do is send me a bunch of memes. You know, I guess that's that's your way of communicating your words to me. But uh, I would probably say, yeah, you did take action, but you kind of you, you low key slacked a little bit. Okay, well, we got stuff to work on. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, physical touch. Um, how they communicate is nonverbal. The use, the, there's a lot of use of body language and touch to show love, hugs and kisses, cuddling, and things that to avoid is that the physical neglect or abuse. Um, I like to touch the booty. I like to kiss up on Ida all the time. I love to like be on Ida and I feel like I do that a lot I feel like I'm a very physical person I feel like when I'm with you all I want to do is be all up on you to the point that it overwhelms you and then you're just like I need space and then for me it's just like but I don't want space I want to be up and under you I mean I'm not as a physical person in general anyways Uh, I mean like if I'm meeting someone I'm not the type of person to really hug a person I'd rather just shake your hand I don't really like people touching me even with my friends sometimes if they sit on my lap I'm like can you get off of me I've known friends for so many years and I barely even hug any of my friends it's really nothing personal it's just more like I'm not I don't like to be touched and I just feel like that's to me is invading my personal space even if I am in a relationship yeah it does get overwhelming because there are times when I'm just like please don't touch me I just want to be in my little bubble right and you know and it's kind of funny because I have seen your friends do this in action where like they'll say hi to you but from a distance but then they know that like oh okay you're we're about to have some fun right and then that's it so it's kind of crazy seeing how like that like your friends understand that you don't like to be touched um and that's not how you communicate and it's also like not for nothing i really do feel sometimes like when you don't allow me to kiss you or to be upon you for x amount of time like i really do feel like upset like i feel like i'm trying to show you i love you so whether i'm not doing words of affirmation i am that person that likes physical touch i like to be touched i like to touch like i like that i like to feel hugged i love all of that so, i mean my physical touch is more in the bedroom type of thing i'm not really a pda type of person i mean we may hold hands for like a split second but it's not i don't know i just feel like i i don't know it's just me i'm not really a touchy feeling person right I, I, I would definitely agree. Like, you are so not physical touch. Like, I can agree with that. The next thing is receiving gifts, where the way that you communicate is through thoughtfulness. You make your spouse or your partner feel like a priority. The next one is that you give thoughtful gifts and gestures and you express gratitude when receiving gifts. And lastly, 
you feel un unenthusiastic gifts or of receiving for getting special occasions all that that's like a negative i do feel like you're that type of person that loves to give gifts like you do do that a lot like again it comes back to like you're that type of person that you'll give me a card and flowers just randomly just cuts and like i even have like one of your cards like hanging up in the office mm -hmm. so like it's there i even have one of like your letters of like affirmation just sitting in my bathroom i mean i do have uh your poems that you stopped writing i'm done <laughs> <laughs> but like i do think that that's i feel like words of affirmation and gift giving is like definitely you, like that's your mixture like I think go it's, hand in hand I think it's just me showing people that I do care about them and I do think about them I mean if I know someone likes something I'm stopping by a store I'm like oh they might like a random ice cream so I'll pick that up or their favorite candy bar or whatever and um uh for me for receiving gifts I'm not really used to receiving gifts because I always feel like I don't like people throwing stuff in my face or also too I like expensive stuff for myself. Mm -hmm. So whenever people ask me for something, I'll be like, well, you know, the, I like the new Jordans that are coming out and I want some jewelry and stuff, but I don't want you to really buy it. So just give me something that you think I need. And also too, I ain't gonna lie. Cause I feel like I put a lot of thought in what I get for people. So if I get a crappy gift from someone, you will know yeah. that I don't, not even necessarily that it's crappy. I don't like it. It doesn't do anything for me. Right. And it's just like, I mean, for your birthday, I know that you like, um, like sneakers. Like, Ida's a huge sneakerhead. So what did I do? I went into a sneaker store for the first time in my damn life. Actually, no, I'm like, I've been to sneaker stores, but I just don't know, like, what's the hype. And I literally had to ask someone, like, what are the latest whatever? And then I got that for Ida knowing damn well she doesn't need any more sneakers because she has literally shelves upon shelves of sneakers. But I got that for her because that's what she likes. And then I got her like a cologne because also that's what she likes. Those are smell good stuff that you like. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, I think that a lot of gift giving between the both of us, I think it's a lot about like what you like and also what you need. Also too, I feel that if you're gonna buy people gifts, make sure you buy them something that you know that they like like for instance my ex will buy me buy me sneakers that sat in the closet because it was on sale which it, i'm not saying you don't be frugal but also too don't buy me something that you know that i have no desire for or would buy me for instance shoes or clothes that aren't even my size so you didn't even take the time to go into the closet to see what my sizes are and i just feel like it's one thing if you got something that um you, i put on that's my size that doesn't fit me because you know every brand is different but you got me something that's two three sizes smaller than what i am that makes no sense to me right i feel like being under this category of receiving gifts or like giving gifts like I think like I think I'm getting this confused a bit with like acts of service because it's like receiving gifts so you're being, you're the one being gifted so I feel like on both ends like we're those type of people that like we do 
do like to receive and when we do we appreciate it but i feel like you're more of the acts of service and we'll get to that very soon quality time um it's uninterrupted and focused conversations one-on-one time is important acts to take uh, actions to take sorry is create special moments take walks and do small things with your partner and then the things to avoid is distractions when spending time together long time without one-on-one time i feel like i'm that type of person i feel like i love to spend quality time with ida as much as i can because we do live apart and i also do feel like today when we went on a walk and we just started like just started like following some murals that were in her city and just looking at them and actually looking at them and then you know kind of asking Ida like are you enjoying this do you like this you know because I'm very self-conscious about that but I do love spending time with you even if that means like we're at home doing nothing right like I that's just me I don't feel like that's you though I feel like you do like spending quality time but not like that because I like my personal space. Yeah. And I think throughout the years, too, um, being in relationships and the last two serious relationships that I had, I lived with them. And it was very smothering. And we spent a lot of time with each other. And um, my last relationship, if we weren't together, people assume that something was wrong. When in actuality, I just wanted to be home. Or I didn't want to be around people. And that, to me, sent a wrong message. To me, it's saying that um, as if it's a wrong thing that your partners are not together. And I think we are all individuals that still should hold desire to our own things that we like to do. And we should all have a say in a relationship. So for me, I do like my personal space. Like, I'm not going to lie. I have the house to myself and I was actually looking forward to having the house to myself and then Miss Little you wanted to come over which is all great but like I said I don't get too much alone time so the once in a while time that I do get I do like to take advantage of it but also too um you know I um when it comes to quality time you know um we are very like a lot of the times, very on our we well in the beginning we were on our phones. Well, you were on your phone, always on your phone. And I wanted to pretty much just say like if we're spending time, like if we're at a restaurant, if we're doing something, I think the phones can wait. Like a text message can wait, a call can wait. And if you're going to, if you're just in the house, just chilling, okay, just text your friends, whatever. But I feel like if you're on a date, you should spend quality time with one another because. I feel like what's the point of going on a date if you're just too busy and distracted with something else? Right. I do think that like when we go on like we started taking up walking and tracking how far we go um, during this quarantine and um, we'll walk miles and we'll just also talk about whatever everything and everything anything that is on our hearts that is on our mind at that given point in time I feel like that's allowed us to actually like open up and I feel like I've taken appreciation of that time like of quality of that part of quality time simply because it's like the times that we've have been together it's just like I'm in 
another room doing work, you're in another room catching up on your shows or just doing what you need to do and or you're cooking for dinner because that's what you would do for for me um, and for us really and that's how us going on a walk is how we would like just debrief and like talk about what's been really on our minds the past uh, like the past 18 or 17 hours of the day um so yeah I do really think that we do express our quality time certainly differently I think that we mostly take appreciation on the walks yeah because you know with quality time too I mean it says here to do create things for people um I'm not really an art person. I can't draw to save my life. But, or I don't really express myself through art. I mean, the only thing I care for is music, but I don't really express myself through art. And, you know, I did remember that time that we went, I told you, like, oh, let's go on a um, painting date. You know, we set it up, we took off, we had lunch, we took off the paint, and we were painting. I mean, it wasn't the greatest painting. I mean, it was my first successful one. I think it came out really good. I honestly think that for your first time, it came out really nice. And not for nothing, I felt like it felt good for you to meet me halfway. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah, so if you're going to have quality time, do things that the person likes. Even if it's something that you are not into. Just like you're into politics and I can care less about politics, but yet I still do go with you to your work events because I know that this is part of your job and I do have to learn on certain things to um, to get affiliated with the things that you do for the community and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yes, I would say so as well. I feel like I, I like learning. Like I learned a lot about like when you used to like drive mm-hmm. trucks and I never knew. Honestly, I did not know like shit from shit when it came to like trucks. Mm-hmm. I didn't understand how it worked. I didn't know there was different types of trucks. I didn't know that they can come in automatic or manual. I did not know any of those things. And I honestly didn't even know anything when it came to like transportation, like public transportation, what kind of licensing you need. I didn't know anything of that. So kind of like learning how that all works and then like, you know, conversing about it and just like seeing how actually all people can take advantage of this type of career path. Mm-hmm. You know, like it, it, it broadened my horizons big time to know this kind of like occupation mm-hmm. you know because i even got a book about like LGBTQ that i still haven't read that she still hasn't read <laughs> i read the first chapter but it was quite interesting and i'll be honest i mean that. i do still have a couple of books that you gave me and i still have yet to read it you that's like what? i still haven't read the my book to upgrade my cdl license you know what like we're not gonna talk about it <laughs> <laughs> that's a topic for another day exactly the final love language is acts of service and how that person communicates to you let them know you are wanting to help to lighten their their load the actions that you would take is make them breakfast or dinner go out of your way to help with chores and the things that you would avoid is lacking following through on small and large tasks i would say that you're definitely um, sometimes you don't really have to do anything, I would say. Like, I say, like, you're more of, like, 
you ask me, is there anything that I could do to help you emotionally? Mm-hmm. And I feel like you have learned to no longer ask me, but more of or when you feel like you know you don't know what to do, you would, but for the most part, you would just automatically understand that I communicate through touch. Yeah, but also what department do you need more help with? Right. Because I can I can say that I can see that where you need help, but then for you personally, it might not be that was that's what you need. Exactly, and I feel like that's why like when there's some things that you don't know, you ask, and that's what I'm saying. Like you would ask, but for the most part, you've gotten really good at like just understanding that I communicate with touch, and like there are times where like I don't need anything else but a hug or and an embrace, you know. So it's just like I feel like that's what you're really, really getting good at, and I feel like I don't know. I, that's the touching upon physical touch. This is acts of service. No, I know, but like I'm just saying, like ultimately, like you are one to ask me, like what do I need, and I'm saying that also you get me in a way that sometimes you don't need to ask, and you know that I communicate by physical touch. I mean, also, too, um, for instance, like, I wasn't working because of the whole COVID. I had, like, when I was at your place, obviously, you're working all day. You're doing your, your calls, your conference calls or whatnot. And um, I would just start, start cooking. I would make dinner. So at least, like, whenever you had, like, an hour break, uh, you know, I would ask, like, when's your last uh, meeting? And then I would just go ahead and cook dinner so that way it would be done before your last meeting. So that way you can at least eat and then get back on your calls. Right. I do think that um, those are like, I appreciated those a lot. You kind of like getting to know my schedule just to help me out. And that's why I said like earlier, like you started cooking for me, but really also for us because like dinner time is when we would spend time. And then after that, like, we continue spending time by going on our walks. So I think that, yeah, I think that you do a lot of acts of service. I feel like you're full of words of affirmation. I feel like you're a person that would be that type to give gifts. I feel like I'm more like physical touch and quality Absolutely. time. Like Never. I do love physical touch and quality time. And yeah. Yeah, you definitely like the touch. <laughs> I mean, I, I really do think that those are the things. And I feel like, honestly, too, it's just, like, there's so, like, this shows to me that, like, you do care about me, you do love me, and all these things. I feel like that's also the same thing, like, with my friends. I kind of know how my friends are in terms of, like, their love languages. Like, I know that, like, with one of my friends, there's a lot of like words of affirmation, words of encouragement. They are very big on giving, like, like um, inspirational mm-hmm. text messages and stuff like that. So I feel like that's really cool. Like I feel like having different friends for different categories is also good because sometimes you need that because those are some things that are as well I feel like we're all a little bit of this but what we're really really are is like 
we know. Like, we know who we are. The other thing, too, is when you get into a relationship, especially when they're long-term relationships, and when I, you know, I talk to other people, um, a lot of times people forget that even just a simple gesture of saying a thank you card or a simple text message or just a surprise date night, um, I think people get comfortable with one another and they forget those things and you know like I've told you before one of my past relationships um my ex told me that you know we used to always sit at the table together and have dinner and then we used to um go to the living room with our place to watch like our favorite shows at the time it was RuPaul we used to always watch RuPaul together and when we broke up like she did tell me that oh, you stopped doing those things. Like, I was not think. I was just nonchalant with stuff. So I would just grab my plate and be like, oh, this show is on. Not knowing that she was in the kitchen crying because I wasn't giving her no type of attention. And she was upset because she had said, like, you didn't know how many, night- how many nights I was just wished that you would sit at the table with me and just talk to me, but you didn't. And it was just like, I just felt that either A, she didn't want to watch the show that I was watching, or she just wanted to sit at the table. I didn't think too deep into it. I would say, too, like, I would agree that I've been on that on that end where I have been the one just, not with you, but with an ex, where, like, I would be the one preparing dinner, and then, like, I would want, after, like, a long day of, like, doing at the time, I was doing school full-time, working full-time, like, I wanted them to actually, like, sit down with me and not have anything in between you know like it did also begin that way where like we would have dinner on the table or we would go to the room and start like watching our favorite show together and have dinner in the room Mm -hmm. but it would be like not for nothing there after that that all dissipated and after a while i i wanted us to just sit down and have a meal together and just i want to know about your day how's your day you know and i feel like being in the, like a serious, a real serious relationship as, as an adult, you don't realize the love languages that you have mm-hmm. and the love languages that you lack in. You know, because you could have love languages and you could lack some. Because sometimes I feel like there's gonna be a point in time where you have to like compen, not compensate, but meet your partner where they're at and how they express their love. Mm-hmm. Like kind of like. For example, with you, you don't do all the touchy-feely things, but you accept it because that's how I show up. Right. And then it's just like when, and vice versa. I mean, everybody's love is different. Uh, Everybody's love is a little different, so you gotta kind of accept some that people are giving you. And sometimes also, too, if you're not really used to a lot of things, because I'm not really used to a lot of affection. You know, my family is pretty distant from one another. We all do our own thing. We're not affectionate. I mean, I see other people with this living that are a lot closer or even with their family and stuff like that. And it wasn't until I got older till I heard my mom tell me that she loved me and stuff. So when you kind of grow up a certain way, you kind of bring carry that on to your relationships or your friendships and stuff like that. And I was always taught not to get too close to people. So I always tried to keep my distance from people. So that's where my physical touch would not come into play with people. Mm-hmm. And I, that's why I showed my love 
with gifts or with cards or flowers or a surprise trip or, or a surprise dinner or whatever the case may be because I'm not really a touchy person. So I can't I can't make myself that way. I mean, I can be at times, but then I'm just like, all right, time out, back up, pull away. Yeah, like I really would say like aside from like being sexual, because I do know that like also we have to talk about that physically. Showing your love language physically can also be sexual, right? Intimate, and I do think that like there comes a point in time where like you don't want the sexual intimacy. You also want just I just want this. Like I, I want it to be non-sexual. I want it to be what it is right here, right now. Just cuddling with you while you're on your phone. We don't even have to talk. I just want to be cuddled. I want to be touched. And communication goes a long way in relationships. You shouldn't be scared to talk to your partner about your feelings or things that you want out of that relationship. And if you are scared to express yourself or if your partner doesn't give you that space nor time to express yourself, that's not the person that you need to be with. doesn't matter if you are invested 10 years or 20 years in them. Stop investing time on people that don't want to invest in you. Right. I think that... The love that you give others is also the love that you should be giving yourself. Like one one time I read this post that said, if I invested enough time and love and effort on myself as much as I do on others, I wonder how far my self-esteem would go. Mm -hmm. And that honestly stuck with me. Like that stuck with me because it's just like that is so true like there are so many people so many people that wear their hearts on their sleeves and to be honest they don't love themselves enough like they love their partners Mm -hmm. or like they love people around them and it's just kind of like sometimes like it's like wow we even do it ourselves and sometimes we have to call ourselves out on it Mm Some people won't end it because that person will just cut off and say, I'm not doing therapy because I don't need to do therapy or I'm not crazy or whatever the case may be. Or I don't see anything wrong and therefore there is... And for the ones that don't see anything wrong, that's when you just need to cut ties. Because if they don't see nothing wrong, you'll always be stuck in the situation of not getting the things that you need out of that relationship. And again, it comes back to like how you express your love because sometimes expressing your love means 
going halfway for somebody, like meeting them halfway, not ultimately just like, they're just in denial. Don't be in denial over the fact of like, some, some things are wrong, you know? Um, but I do really feel like, even in friendships, like, it is good to know how your friends love you and how you love your friends. And I think, like, for myself, I, I would consider myself as a friend. Like, I am one of those friends that, like, I don't try to be very pessimistic. At least not anymore. Because I, I do remember, like, having none of those love languages with my friends. But I do now have realized that, like, I'm also one of those with my friends. I am one to send you motivational stuff. I'm not very pessimistic. I'm, I would say I'm pretty, like optimistic but I feel like when my friends come to me always with their with their sadness and with their troubles I feel like I take that all in and sometimes way too too often and I don't know how to let go of what I feel inside because of what they've given so I feel like I try to project positivity so that that way they can project that back but I feel like at times that doesn't you don't receive it either. Right. You can give the positive feedback, but they don't give it to you when you need right. it to. Right. I feel like with, like, my friend, AJ, like, I do feel like we're constantly, like, feeding off each other. Like, you feed me what I feed you. And I feel like that's why our friendship works. Mm-hmm. Even through disagreements, I will say that we're those type that, like, we do words of affirmation. We do physical touch in the sense of like, we do hug, we do cry, we do laugh together. We do all these things. We're also one of those friends that we spend time together. We go out for lunches and stuff like that. I feel like friendship love languages are way different from like partnership love languages. Mm-hmm. And sometimes maybe like that needs to sometimes transfer into relationships. Right. So, like, I feel like when it comes to, like, words of affirmation, I, I really do feel like, yes, maybe I do need to transfer that a little more mm-hmm. into my relationship. Absolutely. So, yeah. I mean, I think that that, along with boundaries, goes a long way. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you willing to receive? someone and what you're not willing to receive from someone I also think that like when some people are not even comfortable receiving gifts mm-hmm. even though like a friend or a partner means well some people they won't even take them that. they won't even take them right they know you mean well but it's just like that's not how they receive love so it's kind of like figuring out how your partner is willing or your friend is willing to receive that love. Like, I don't take compliments well. I never have because I always feel like there's there's an underlying reason of why you're giving me compliments. I feel like it's something more that you want from me. And for me, I would say it's probably something more on the sexual end. If someone compliments me, I'm just like, so what is it that you really want? Are you just trying to tell me that I'm attractive or is it you want something more that I'm not willing to give you? So, that's one thing that I've never really been comfortable with. I feel like I can receive gifts, I can have someone hug me, I can have someone show me that they love me in other ways, but compliments doesn't work for me. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I, I think that, like, I think why I felt like poems particularly worked with you, because you could read a poem, mm-hmm. and you could accept that. But I do know that every now and again, like, when I do give you compliments, like, you'll just giggle it away. Or, I mean, I, I would say that you're actually getting better at it because you don't just, like, run away like a little schoolgirl anymore. Like, you just kind of, like, sit there and take it and, you know, and you accept it. I think that there have been times in the past where, like, you know, you would shrug it off. And I think that that's that part of learning your partner is too mm-hmm. or or even your friend again this can be very versatile it's about learning who you're interacting with and how they re- accept and receive what you're giving them because i find myself attractive you know what i'm saying other people may or may not but i feel like i'm attractive so i don't need people to tell me it or to remind me that i am um because it just doesn't sit well with me and um I think it's also because some of the things of some of the trauma that I have been through, I don't really like compliments. I feel like compliments is a way of molding someone into something else and it doesn't sit well with me. Right. And again, it's just like, it's different for everyone and that is very important to to express that what every individual person is going through their reasoning is different Mm -hmm. and again it comes back to meeting that person where they're at wherever they may be in the in the chart of love languages and now also let's be honest there are some people that are everything on this chart Mm -hmm. that they express everything so fluidly like with everyone that they're with and there are some that just only know one way right like again like i would say like out of this chart like i'm probably like with ida i'm two things i will i would get i'm be a little nicer to myself i think i'm a I'm, don't be nice no i'm, I'm gonna don't be, be nice. nice yeah i'm gonna be nice stop <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna be nicer and i'm gonna say i feel like i'm a, like three things out of this chart and i feel like that's the same way with you i feel like you're you're three things out of this chart so what do you say what would you say the from the three things three things put it from the top that you are yeah i would definitely say your words of affirmation i would say you're one to like re- like give and receive and then you're yeah that's it i would say you're receiving gifts and acts of service i would say for me i would probably definitely say your physical touch to the extreme and quality time. I would say, like, for myself, I'm physical touch. Mm. No, I'm not lying. (laughs) I would say I'm physical touch and quality time, and I would say that, like, I do have my moments of acts of service. Because, like, I... I feel like there are sometimes things that, like, you haven't experienced that I would go and say, like, well, let's do this. Right. So I will say, like, there are moments that I have acts of service. Is it prominent all the time? Obviously not. Keyword, moments. Moments. Mm -hmm. But I have moments and they're a part of me. So it's just, like, I would say that can I do more words of affirmation? Absolutely. Can I do more of, like, giving gifts and more um, acts of service? Definitely. Those are things that we can all grow upon. And it's just, like, not everything you said is stolen. I feel like 
in this day and age, everybody reads something and they're just automatically, automatically like, bam, that's the only thing that I could be. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, that's not necessarily true. Like, everything in this chart is very fluid. You can bounce in and out of certain love languages. I mean, I remember you had told me that I'm, I'm dominant, that that's just my person, that's just who I am. And I had challenged you and said I could be submissive. And at times I was submissive, but I mean, I still hold that dominant quality to myself. Right. And I feel like, again, it takes like a certain level of vulnerability to actually like be able to tap into certain sides of yourself or that person to tap into certain sides of them, their selves. So it's I think it's just like a case-by-case basis and again because we live in in a generation right now where like everybody thinks that certain things are just set in stone that is what that is like between people trying to say I'm this horoscope and yes this is how I am no sweetheart not necessarily you're not always going to be this type of Gemini or whatever whatever people talk about and she had to hit the Gemini's low I'm just saying like Overall, <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's somebody who believes in all these horoscopes and they're like, she must be a Taurus because Taurus is saying something like that. And Geminis always get hit hard, so she <laughs> definitely wanted to attack you guys all the way. <laughs> I'm just saying, because I really do feel like people who believe in horoscopes, like they feel like they can't jump in and out of certain things. And sometimes I'm just psychoanalyzing people so hard that I'm just like, no, sweetheart, that looks like that's childhood trauma or that looks like you have some insecurities that you have to work through. Like that's what a lot of those things sound like to me. Like I don't believe, I believe in it in horoscopes to a certain extent. Do I feel like somebody is just that mold? Absolutely not. I don't really think that. But I do feel that, like, like horoscopes, nothing is set in stone. That's my point of it. Like, ultimately, we're all fluid in a way to show our love, and love is very fluid. And it's crazy to me how in the English language, there's only one way to tell, like, in verbally to tell somebody that you love them. But in different languages, there are multiple ways to tell someone you love them, Mm -hmm. you know? So it's just, like, I think that... This chart ultimately shows you, I guess, the other multiple ways you can tell someone you love them instead of saying it in English. Yeah, because when you come from another relationship and you did things in that relationship, those things are really targeted for that person. Mm -hmm. So you can't continue, if it's your friends or your, your lover, you can't really continue doing those same uh, acts of love with or them. those gestures you can't yeah they're different everybody's different everybody requires something different they need more and you know I don't every one of my friends is different you know some of them are touchy feeling some of them like quality time some of them are acts of gestures so it, everybody is is different and you should already know especially if they're your friends you should know how to maneuver around your friends Right. And you should, and you may not know how to maneuver around your, your partners, but that's the learning process of when you are in a relationship, you learn them and everything about them. Exactly, and I think that the crazier part is, is that like your friends demonstrate to you 
every category. Some people can actually, de- like again, can demonstrate to you every category of these love languages. And some friends can only demonstrate one. And you learn literally all the facets of this one person in your friendship. And then it's just like, like with you, I feel like I'm more touchy-feely for whatever reason. And I don't know why, I just, I just You wasn't am. as touchy with your uh, exes? I really wouldn't say so, no. I really wouldn't say that I was touchy-feely all the time. I would say that for myself, I was very like, I'll, I'll give you like the minimum. Like I'll give you what you, if you ask for it, I'll give it. And I feel like that's how I always was. And then it's when I got with you that I became very touchy-feely. And I don't know why. I don't know why. I wish I knew why, but I don't know why. I don't know why I became very touchy-feely with you, but I have. And also, like, when I used to write with you poems and stuff like that, like, I never used to do that. Mm -hmm. And those are things that I do. Like, there's a lot in our relationship that we nev- I never used to do that I now do. That's because I'm one of a kind. There we go. Aquarius. You'll never find another <laughs> one like me. I hate Aquarius. <laughs> I hate <it> so much. <laughs> but, yeah. I-, I-, I really do feel like there are certain parts of me that you tapped into that I didn't know that I could tap myself into. Um, and I hope and I would like to think that there are parts of me that I hope that I touched and tapped into. Yes, that has been. Oh. <laughs> 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 um, I mean, there has been. I've, um, I would say I probably let you in more. Um, I learned how to be more patient. Um, I would lose my patience a lot of the times, or, um, I didn't know how to handle certain situations, so I learned how to be a lot more, uh, kinder, and, uh, to take my time to, to think about things and do things, so you did tap into certain things of me and then also too I wanted to change certain things because I knew certain things that I was doing in prior relationships wasn't really working I would say also like with you I am a lot more emotional like I have become a lot more emotional do you need a tissue? no Okay. (laughs) that's how emotional I am Um, I feel like I have become more emotional and I feel like right when I was tapping into that in my previous relationship like that became too much for that person and obviously a mixture of depression and anxiety and all that type of stuff like that's a whole formula for disaster I feel especially when it's all coming in all at once um but I do feel like after all that, after all everything that we've been through, I feel like I've become a more emotional person and a person that can own what the hell she's doing and take accountability for what the hell she's doing. And that's not just something that we've come to overnight. And I feel like we've been a long road. I learned how to not let everything get to me. Um because before I used to let everything crawl under my skin but now I just be like mm, 
it's only going to affect me for five seconds, <laughs> I don't need to really be stressed out about it anymore. I have a short fuse, believe it or not, but I feel like with you, I'm curled up. I will be honest. I feel like my fuse is, is very, like, out of service when it comes. You're very bratty. Yeah. I always say you're bratty. Yeah, you say I'm bratty, but I don't think that. And it's like, I don't think that because there are there are, there are steps before I get there. I, I At least I'm honest about it. There are steps before I make it to being bratty, um, but I will say that like I do have a short fuse. How do I get there? It's out of service. It's not working, and when it does, like actually like circuit meets plug type thing, boom! Explosion. Short We're short fuse. Um, but I I feel like I'm a lot more patient with you though. Because in my last relationship, I was, and then that deteriorated very quickly, and then it was like, I have no patience to give. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of the times, it's like, I spent most of my relationships, like, looking within and saying, what else do I have to give? And I feel like with you, I don't have to think about it like that. Mm-hmm. I don't have to think about, like, what else do I have to give you? Like, no, like, I feel like you accept me for all that I am and all my flaws and I just feel like even my temper tantrums and like all these things like you just accept the whole who I am. I just be looking at you like you crazy now. Yeah that's all you do at this <laughs> point like oh okay. Like, Are you done? Are you done? Okay. Right. Like you want some food? You hangry? Like. That's what it is most of the time you are hangry. Yeah I do have a hangry but I I to the nitty gritty of it all, <laughs> um, I do feel like um, I don't really say it enough, but I do appreciate your patience for me. Because again, you said it yourself, like you lack the patience. I will attest to that. <laughs> you did lack a lot of patience. But I feel like you've also grown to be patient. And that's, that's all anybody in any relationship I could ask for. Yeah, I mean, we go into relationships being, um, like I said, you already know who you are and you know what you're capable of. And I knew that um, certain qualities and certain things that I did, it wasn't going to work. And um, because I knew you were a lot more emotional, I do have to be a lot more sensitive of how I approach things with you. I mean, yeah, I didn't really know how to handle it at first because it was just a lot for me because I was just like, okay, I'm trying to show these love qualities, but those are not working because I don't know how to handle you. And I had to sit you down and say, look, you're a little bit 
too emotional for me and I don't know how to handle you and we need to figure something out because I wasn't used to someone always crying or being in their feelings about stuff and I mean I did it tough around the edges girls you know they just tried to show as if there was nothing that can break up so getting with you it was just like okay this is definitely the most girly girl I had to date because no one has been anywhere as close to sensitive as you. I don't even think that like being feminine, like showing your femininity being the sensitive, I think that like your feminine quality. Yeah. Not any uh not the other females that I dated would tap into their femininity like that. Yeah. I mean or tap into like their emotional side. I feel like emotion or sensibility doesn't have really gender qualities. I do feel like being emotional is like it's not for the weak <laughs> i would just say that i just feel like i'm so emotional to the nth degree that not everybody can handle it and i will say that much like i feel like i feel a lot i react a lot like a lot of the times of like if i'm angry i'll cry if i'm sad i cry if i'm happy Cry. It's a lot of emotions. It's a lot of tears. It's That's a what lot. I mean. <laughs> it's a. I'm so surprised that like I'm not dehydrated at this point. But it's just like I think it takes a type of person to be able to tap into their emotions, and I feel like all this time and all my years of like adulting and growing up, like I've spent my time bottling a lot of my emotions up. So yeah. So it's it, like now being an adult and now not having to be strong for everybody and just having to be strong for myself feels good. And it feels good to be able to just tap into my emotional side and sometimes, yes, not have always control over it, but be able to express it, literally, you know? It's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. It's it's fine. I'm waiting for the waterworks to come down. I just love you so much. I know. Bye. <laughs> um, but yeah. I mean, just be uh, you just have to be patient with one another. Learn each other. Ask each other what that person needs from you what you can do to help them and what department do they need more help in and you know uplift your partner and give them motivation and things that they think that they were scared of right you know i met you and you were already you know a year into your your master's program things happened and you had to you know shift your life a little bit but i kept on you and said don't let this slip up because you only got two years to finish off just do your master's degree and if you want to take another year or two before you get your PhD, then then do that. But at least, I just wanted to make sure that you got at least your master's done. Yeah. A lot of relationships is give and take, and I feel like sometimes you can't always give, 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 give. And also, you can't always take, 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 take. And I think that, like, relationships, any form of them, is a lot about learning about that person learning about yourself I always feel like every relationship that I've ever had whether it was friendship whether it was um a romantic relationship I feel like I learned always something new from about myself mm-hmm. you know like I learned how to let go at, in certain things I learned how to live life to the fullest this time around 
and I feel like I've just learned so much about myself and I've also learned about myself being with you and I think that you know that's that kind of relationship that works for me to constantly learn about myself and learn about my partner and still be it's still have love there mm-hmm. you know still be our own individuals because i feel like there comes a point where like you just mesh and now you both don't know about each other mm-hmm. so but yeah i think that there's things to be learned wherever evolving exactly just so. take time to evolve with the person right um so i hope that this all made some kind of sense because we're all like we've talked about love languages and boundaries and vulnerability and relationships and what works and what doesn't i hope that this starts a good a good positive conversation with your peers or with those who you express these love languages with Any last words? No last words. No crybaby. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, thank you for joining us. I had already said my last words. And you, I already said it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Alright. Uh, I was just checking in for any last words. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Conversations Over Beer. And we'll catch y'all next week. What are we going to talk about? Who knows? We're- we may have some guests because we are going to be with friends, so... If they want to hop in, we might have a couple of friends on here too. Right. We may have some few people talking with some. We might be able to continue this with other couples. There's going to be a bunch of couples there. Yeah, there are going to be other couples there. So catch your next week beers available right now. Like, go now. Buy some beers for next week. So, because it's going to be good. Oh, definitely. Yeah. It's going to be four different couples, eight different views of. We don't know what's going to be talked about, but we'll probably have to figure that out. So, catch us next time on Conversations Over.